0: Good morning, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Track podcast, as we are here live on the morning of Arc Fall, February, Assimilation Part 2. Good morning. Welcome into the show. I appreciate you guys all being here. I am your friendly neighborhood, Cat Borg, feline of nine, Ultimate DJs here to talk you through everything that we know so far about Assimilation Part 2. I'd like to welcome my guest this morning, Criminal Ripper is here on the stage. Good morning to you, Rip. Hello. Good morning. Hello. And Stephen Zarin is here in the background, as is typical on Arcfall Day, as our studio engineer taking care of all audio. Uh, just as a real quick uh, logistical piece, you guys will notice in the Discord now, there is a new forum room called February Art Questions. You may post your questions there, and we'll try to keep an eye out on answering those. I will also take advantage of a birthday gift that mrs dj's hooked me up with it is a very nice uh mount here in my vehicle so that i can actually put my cell phone up on the dash and uh not have to handle it because you know that would be illegal um but we do appreciate you guys being here and i'll do my best to monitor the chat as we can proceed along ripper lots of things uh coming in this arc some of which are going to be very interesting to some people, others of which aren't going to be interesting to others. And um, it's, it's interesting to me how they segmented this content yet again for G5 as compared to G3, as compared to G4. So we'll break that down a little bit. We also have three new officers, a brand new ability in the game, which is arguably game-breaking. Ripper, you said in the chat earlier uh, in your sarcastic voice that it was game-breaking, but I kind of get the idea that you don't think it is. Let's talk about Assimilate Very fir- uh, the first thing up. That's the, the simplest okay. one we'll knock out. A new ability, just like morale, just like whole breach, just like burning, a new ability makes its way into the game. It's called Assimilation. That you can uh, impact onto your enemies and in PVP and Ripper, what this assimilation state does is that it debuffs your opponent's officer abilities by twenty five percent. All officer abilities are reduced in effectiveness by twenty five percent. That is the state of assimilation. Currently, there are three new officers in the game, but only one of them actually uh proc this effect or this ability. And this is the new rare officer, DaZok. All right. So we got three new Borg officers this month, Rip. You got DaZok, whose officer ability is a percentage chance to proc assimilation for four rounds. All right. And uh in doing so, that will proc this effect or ability of reducing opponent's officer abilities by 25%. The other one, Gosa, is increased mitigation while assimilation is in effect, and that is a cumulative effect, uh, cumulative ability. And then the Epic Borg Queen, who's off, uh, sorry, these are below deck abilities rather, I'm so sorry, below deck abilities. Um, and then the Borg Queen, whose below deck ability, is to increase piercing while under the effect of assimilation. The officer abilities all have something to do with Borg solo armadas, so we'll talk about that. I will observe this, Rip. I am not totally unhappy with the fact that you have two distinct crews within one. All three officer abilities have something to do with Borg solo armadas. All three below deck abilities have something to do with PvP. So that in and of itself is somewhat interesting. It certainly can provide value to two different subsets of player, or even the same subset of player, with two totally unique and different abilities. So for that, I kind of like it. Um, Sourcing-wise, Dayzok will have a path, though it's not guaranteed. Dazok will appear in the Expansion Cube refinery chest, which we'll talk about in a little bit. So there is transparent day-one sourcing available for all players, including 35 and down Ripper, which again... I find to be the good. Uh, we're going to talk about the good, I guess, here, first thing. But, uh, so, so, Joker asked earlier, where's the content for 34 and down? Well, you do have it. The new expansion cubes are a group target to which anybody can play. And uh, that would obviously involve 34 and down, probably riding some coattails, okay? But uh, you will be able to get this expansion cube refinery. You will notice in your board refinery currently that the expansion cube refinery is open to all. All right? Joker, the expansion cubes are not for tallies only. Okay? They're not. Anybody can play in those. But to start them, you will need a tally. Okay? So to get the directives, you'll need a tally. But that's not to say that somebody in your alliance can't start one and you can't pop along for the ride. Now, that... That is part of the good that comes here this morning, Rip. Let's focus back on these below deck abilities. Okay, let's come back to the board crew set below deck ability affecting PVP and this new effect called assimilate. You said earlier that you do not find this impacting. Um, you do not find this game changing. Can you explain your perspective? Because I think that is somewhat significant, especially for Strike Team. I
1: was just making a silly comment.
0: Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. Woo, dying. Let's take a look at the Assimilate ability. Bubba Joe actually feels like this is game-changing. He feels like it is affecting the meta of Strike Team. Good morning to Ops 59, Super Mega Whale, Bubba Joe. Good morning. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing okay. My voice is almost back. Can you hear it?
0: I can, and you do sound somewhat better. I'm glad to hear that you're feeling better. Are you actually feeling? Be- oh yeah, all kinds of coughing. I- I'm coughing my head off this morning too. It's just the weather. Uh, are you feeling better? Hopefully, yeah. No? I feel
1: great. I feel great. I just don't have much of a voice.
0: Ah, uh, gotcha. Which all right, really let's talk strange. about let's talk about these below deck abilities, Bubba. You messaged me first thing this morning. You watched the video. You read the patch notes. You are concerned. Explain why. So it
1: depends on how assimilate works, whether it is multiplicative or subtractive. And I have not watched the video completely. I was half asleep, so I need to watch it again. But if it is, depending on how it applies, this could be devastating to one of the strike teams and ineffectual to the others, which is the stupidest mechanic. That Scopely has ever deployed into this game.
0: So you indicated uh this morning at a PM that you feel like Battleship Strike Team will be the most affected by this below deck ability. Now I was looking at the officer abilities of say Interceptor Strike Team, uh to a lesser extent explorer strike team, but I do find that there will be uh there will be delays, there will be nerfs that still occur to these other strike teams. Although, I think I could probably agree with you that Battleship Strike Team seems to be the most vulnerable here. Can you explain to the audience why you came to that assessment? Because,
1: well, it depends. If it is subtractive, it is going to all but eliminate the officer, the officer abilities for Battleship Strike Team. If it is multiplicative, it's going to be taking a small percentage away from them, and it's not going to change them at all. So it depends on how it is
0: implemented. Unfortunately, at this time, we do not have that answer. Um, But I know that Ripper may be able to, later on this evening, uh, dive into that for us. Plus, we do have the question in the game design as to whether or not this is a... I'm not going to use the word multiplicative, but a divisive uh, nerf, right? Or, Or a subtractive. Normally, we're looking at additive or multiplicative. In this case... If it was a divisive nerf, then it's manageable, right, Mm -hmm. Baba? Like, that was one thing we were talking about. It it still will provide a debuff to your enemy, but it's not a complete invalidation of, for example, Strike Team, right?
1: Correct. So let's take something that gives a 40% chance for a 40% effect. If you reduce that by 25%, you're taking that 40% down to 15, and that's a huge reduction in the effectiveness of that ability. But if you're reducing it by 25% from 40% down to 30%, that's not so bad, that's still workable. Now, both of those are problems depending on which officers you're looking at. Officers that have a small percentage ability, like, I don't know, let's talk about con. If it is subtractive, every time you are hit, Khan is going to subtract from your critical hit chance, or at the very least, not add to it, because it's subtracting 25% from 5%, so it's going to be a bad effect. There are a lot of other officers used in PvP before Strike Team that are completely eliminated by this mechanic. I do not believe that Scopely thought about that. This was their sledgehammer, atomic bomb way of dealing with their battleship strike team screw up without actually fixing battleship strike team. And in the process, they're annihilating all these other officers.
0: In fairness, we are assuming that in in that regard, you're assuming that it's a subtractive ability. Now, I'm not going to necessarily argue or debate that point because we have seen researches in the past that are subtractive. Okay, we've seen abilities that are subtractive. So I certainly, you know, uh, Gala is a very common example of one that is subtractive, right? So I'm not going to sit here and say that it is for sure a divisive nerf or when I say a nerf, a debuff would be a better way of of describing it. I'm not going to say that it it is absolutely divisive uh division based on the debuff because we see both examples in the game however i would go one step further bubba joe and say i think that it makes more sense if it is a divisive debuff uh or but on the other hand ripper would come out and say listen sometimes that's not how it works if it's set up as an additive you can have all your bonuses all added up and then just do a 25% subtraction against those addition models, both of those models exist in the game. So we don't know yet what this one's going to be. However, just based on early math, uh, Bubba, crazy enough, if it was a divisive form of debuff, Khan would be among the least affected. As a matter of fact, what you're going to do is look at these officer abilities and take a look at the size of their variable. For example, Khan at 5%, reducing that 25% 25% gets you to 3.75%. It's still going to round to 4%. On the other hand, take a look at Marcus, who is, what, 1,600%? Reduce yes. that by 25%. Now you're down to 1,200%. It's a much more substantial debuff. All right? Um, if you take a look at, let's take a look at Strike Team Ortegas, right? Or is it Una? Which one are you scared of with Battleship Strike Team?
1: Well, I think that was the thing with Battleship Strike Team. All three officers are relevant. None of the other strike teams can say that.
0: Well, well that's true.
1: Mars relevant while he's still broken. When they fix him, he won't be relevant
0: anymore. <laughs> well, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, th- this seems to be their model of of balancing Battleship. It would certainly appear that way. But again, it does depend on how this debuff actually comes into play. I don't know even when, like, Una would be more affected than Ortegas, for example. Why? Because their ability percentages are higher. So that, that is what you're going to be looking out for. The green number in the officer ability, the higher it is, the more impact it's going to have from the assimilate effect or the assimilate ability, this new kind of combat mechanic now we don't know much more on that so Bubba we will speculate and test a little bit more later on go ahead and and, this is what I'll say assimilate itself is either broken
1: or doesn't matter there's no in between I don't know it's either broken or doesn't matter there is no in between
0: I, I think there is I think I think that it's either OP or it's mildly effective, but it will still have an impact. Even if it's 25% divisive, it'll still have an impact. Like you had even mentioned on uh, Garrick. Like, that's going to delay him two or three rounds from getting to his full potential, right? Well, that's two or three mm-hmm. rounds that an, that an enemy it's could use two to... two or
1: three rounds. It's like one round. It's, that's what I'm saying. It's not a huge effect if it is divisive against strike teams. It will be devastating to other officers if it's divisive, like Marcus, like Kang, right? So, like the like the uh, officers in Wharf's group, Honor Guard Wharf. So, there are... It's It's going to depend on how it applies. What I wanted to say, though, is that Assimilate is the big thing. The officer abilities, that stuff is worthless. These officers are the absolute worst. The only officer you should care about this month is the one that it gives you assimilate.
0: Which is what he said, because it's not the Borg Queen. I know, right? So that brings me back to the officer abilities. Now, um, that's going to tie in this new ship. So, Bubba, have a seat, get your tea, and take a Woosah moment. The Vidar A did not come. (laughs) You don't have to scrap the Vidar to get it. (laughs) It's Okay, I'm just kidding. Obviously it's a Vidar A. They're calling it the Vidar Talios. Now, Baba, just on the surface, just on the surface, I view this very much like the Defiant. Okay? I view very much like the Defiant is the Geminar. That the Tally, which is what I'm gonna call it, the Tally is intended to be one of the three ships you use against Borg Solo Armada Spheres. Now, that's going to bring up a totally different conversation, especially for higher ops level players as to whether or not it's going to be effective. We can discuss that a little bit later, but we are going to refer to it for for the time being as as the defiant uh, counterpart for Jem'Hadar here against the Spheres, which is it's intended to be one of those ships that you use. Against those targets. There's even research. Well, that know, will increase it's, the it's, amount of credits. That you get and all that. I mean it's, very, it's got a very similar function. Increased damage. Um, increased damage exos. You've got loot gain. Research uh, against the spheres. Like it, It's very much like the Defiant. The difference here. Is that they actually released. A, a triplicate set of officers. That may actually. Belong on the tally against Borg Spheres, and I would be referring to the Borg Queen and her counterparts on the bridge and not below deck. Now, I'd certainly agree, Bubba Joe, that it's not as good. Um, the, the officer abilities certainly do not shine like the below deck abilities can, but they were written for spheres, and I have to wonder if that is not kind of their place here early. Because, let's face it, we've always talked about trying to find a ship, or trying to find three armada crews for three different ships, and we've kind of had to improvise as a community. I wonder if this is a viable third set of officers specific to the, to the spheres. You're right, though. Metamise says, on the other hand, you would have no captain's abilities whatsoever, and that is a valid point. It's an absolutely I, it valid point.
1: Not, it does not appear as if those officer abilities are
0: going no. to be relevant for a solo armada. They did not appear as though to me either, but, you know, new ship, new damage researches, let's not pretend that that this damage research is not going to be substantial, and it is. I'm, We're talking I'm hundreds of thousands the ship of percent. Isn't
1: good. I'm not suggesting the ship isn't good for it. I'm saying these officer abilities do not appear to be relevant relative to the solo armada crews we've already established are
0: very, very good. You know, on first glance, Bubba, I agree with you. I even said in the video this morning that I kind of felt like, uh, you know, I'm not feeling a lot of warm and fuzzy about the officer abilities. So we're going to have to see. Now, you know, Epi says I can already beat solos without it. And sure, we could beat solos without the Vidar or without the uh, Defiant as well. But there is a loot gain research. And Bubba, that, like the Defiant, is probably going to be. Important to some players, you know, especially players who are struggling with their refines, struggling to get extra chests and and things of that nature. This loot gain research for the Talios is going to specifically impact the amount of loot that you get from the solo Armada spheres. That could be very influential to some players. Yeah, no, maybe, possibly. Uh, sorry, I was parking the car. My attention was distracted. Fair enough. Uh, I thought your car parked itself. Uh, not n- not at work. <laughs> I understood. So, yes, Epi, to clarify, there are extra loot bonuses by using the Vidar. Now, the, using the Tally, rather. The the Tally, it's, it's not embedded into the ship itself. It's actually in one of four new Talios research nodes, Bubba Joe. And those research nodes... We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about those a little bit more, but there is a loot gain research there. Now, I want to circle back to just a narrative fail for me. All right. I want to drop back to a, a narrative fail, Bubba Joe. If we're looking at these officers against Borg's fears, okay, and if we were going to use these three new Borg officers on the bridge against spheres, narratively, how is it that the queen is unfit to lead? I find that to be a huge narrative fail.
1: I agree. I'm, I'm so mad about the Queen, top to bottom. Why doesn't the Queen have the Assimilate ability? Why doesn't she have a Captain's Maneuver? You can give her a Below Deck ability to say that when she's a part of the Collective, she's doing this grand big effect, but why, why, why does she not have a Leadership ability? She should have a Captain's Maneuver. I am, every time I look at something about this arc, I get angry.
0: Well, there are certainly a few things to be angry about, Bubba. You've got a, a one or two more that I want to share with, with the rest of the G5 I, community here momentarily.
1: So you're going to have to be able to voice my thoughts that I've shared with you before,
0: but I got to go. Um, I got to get to work. So All right. I may be able to listen and little well, once I get there. But there. Loves and cuddles. Loves and cuddles. Um, and, and I will put some voice to, to Bubba Joe's concerns as they're going to be. Uh, concerns to almost any G five player, which we'll we'll talk about momentarily. But yeah, narratively, I find it to be I find it to be a huge fail that the queen does not have a captain's maneuver. Now, let me circle back to the tally and how this refinery is going to work. And we did kind of lay this out in the video this morning. I haven't. Uh, I, I, I have gotten an early peek at the math on the tally refinery. Uh, I believe that my data is not complete. So I'm not able to make a complete assessment yet, uh, Ripper, based on the math that I have seen thus far. Scopely claims, let me, just, let me put it this way, Rip. Scopely claims that the payouts of faction credits and the payouts of independent credits are better at tier one than they would have been at a tier nine Vidar. That's the claim. All right. Now, I have yet to see any data that verifies this, but I am willing, obviously, to see the entire picture, Ripper, okay? Um, Because I have not yet seen the entire picture. Now, MetaMise, you say Tier 9 with or without the Prime, actually doesn't matter. Uh, it, It actually does not matter because the Primes will carry forward, okay? So if you did not have the Prime, then the comparison to the new research is still going to be without the Prime, okay? Um, the, if you do have the Prime, then the new bundles are going to be reflective of the, po- of the Prime. We have actually verified and tested that, and that is correct, all right? That is one thing that I can tell you is that the Primes still apply. The, to, let me rephrase. Prime Borg Rewards still applies, Ripper, all right? It applies to faction credits, and it applies to the independent credits. The research that will not apply to independent credits is actually not a prime. It's a free-to-play research, and it is in the outlaw tree. It's called Assimilated Credit Yield. It's a five-level research offering 10% per level, and um, it can max out at 50%. So if you were a player, Tier nine Vidar, with the prime and with the outlaw research maxed, you would be getting 240 independent credits, okay? Without anything, just a tier nine Vidar, but no prime and zero outlaw research, it would be 80 independent credits. I did the math on this yesterday, Ripper. If you had no prime and even had level three of the outlaw research, then it would be 104 independent credits daily. So it just kind of is going to depend. Now, the reason that I'll tell you, folks, that it does not matter about that outlaw research, and, I, and I, I feel comfortable, Ripper, saying that Scopely at least did a decent job on this part of the balancing, is even if, if you have the prime, it, let's say you've got the prime and the outlaw research maxed, your payout's 240 Well, tier one of the new tally is, Is 335. Okay. 335 indies. So right there, it's 95 more at tier one. Okay. So that's, and that is, that is just out of the tally refinery with the prime, not including the outlaw research, because the outlaw research will not apply. All right. Where I am concerned though, Bernard, don't, don't get super slap happy yet. The concern that I've got is, on the balancing of the cost of these chests and the charged nanoprobe payout from the refine. All right? And at this time, I'm just going to tell you that I have concerns. I am not yet going to go on, on a rant because I don't know the final data yet, Ripper. And I think you guys, I, I know that you would want me to be angry about it. And, and honestly, Ripper, I think players may be angry if the information I have is accurate, okay? I am not prepared to go on a full bender against Scopely this morning because they are actively in conversation with me about these bundles. So I'm going to give them the opportunity and the benefit uh, of the doubt when it comes to an oopsie, we're going to fix it right away, Ripper. And I think that's fair, don't you think? I mean, they've done that before. They've come out with something before ripper and been like, "Oh crap. That was obviously not correct. We're going to fix this immediately." It's happened, community. Okay? It has happened. So, I am not prepared to go full bender on these refinery costs yet. I am going to remain hopeful that they acknowledge my complaint and take the appropriate action early. Okay? That all being said, the the refinery payouts do have the capability of paying out more indies and more faction credits, okay? Maybe. The, yes, Ripper, go ahead. No, oh, I said, just said maybe. Maybe, Not yeah, maybe. we're going to see. We will see, okay? We're going to see. Um, regarding, let's see. So we got the, the refinery bundles. We've talked about that. By the way, that those refinery bundles will replace your Vidar bundles upon completing the build of the tally. So when you build the tally, your old bundles disappear. The new ones appear. All right. Um, sorry, I've got a gazillion notes here. So, yeah, the old Vidar the old refinery will disappear. So, actually, just, hey, heads up, do be sure that you've got enough active or inert nanoprobes banked up to where you can do a set of second pulls today. Just throwing that out there. Obviously, take advantage of the, of the reset. Okay. Take advantage of the reset. Are the tiers ops locked, Sal? Yes, they are. Tier 1 is Ops 35, Tier 2 is Ops 36, Tier 3 is Ops 38, Tier 4 is Ops 40, and it will progress thereon. I, I'm so sorry, captain I've literally answered this question three times. I can't answer again. No, the old Primes are not worthless. All the Primes actually function except for Prime Nanoprobe Hunter, which will still continue to function, but just for the original Vidar, just not the new tally, okay? So, I said I wasn't going to answer the question, but I did. And, and, and I, I just want you to feel okay about that. Prime board reward still works. Uh, prime active nanoprobe refinery still works. Okay. Those still work. But um, the, oh, by the way, I should point out even though Lacutus says Vidar, I have been assured that the Lacutus skills related to Borg actually will work for the tally. That is one area I'm assuming they're going to go in and change the verbiage, okay? I'm assuming they're going to go in and change the verbiage on that Ripper, or they might have already. But a Lacuta skill says that it's increasing cargo capacity of the Bedar that will work for the tally. Um, and the uh, Kirk skill and the Lacuta skill for improving inner nanoprobe uh, acquisition will both work for the tally as well. Okie dokie. Interesting. Woo! Yes, they, they will, and they have promised that the lacuta skills were not going to be basically obfuscated uh, here in month number two. <laughs> Aspen, I, I really I don't have the entire chart in front of me here. After Ops 40, what's the next lock? Uh, let me see if I can find it. I, I really, here. You know what? I'll just read it all. Uh, okay, let me see if I can find this, and I'll read it to you. So I'm only going to read this once. I'm basically going to read you a chart. Uh, tier 1, Ops 35. Tier 2, Ops 36. Tier 3, Ops 38. Tier 4, Ops 40. Tier 5, Ops 42. Tier 6, 44. Tier 7, 46. Tier 8, 48. Tier 9, 50. 10, 52. 11, 54. And 12 will be Ops 58. There you go. Okie dokie. One and done. There you go. All right. Now, um, I see a question about timing. You know what? I will praise this Ripper. Let's talk about tally sourcing. I'm very, very happy with this. Very, very happy with this. Ladies and gentlemen, obviously you'll be able to buy it right here, day one, tier one. Okay. Like you you can buy it right up front. Yes, you can, day one. However, today on day one, you will also get a mission, Ripper. That mission. Will source 50% of the blueprints necessary to unlock the tally. So you can have 50% of the blueprints on day one. On the other hand, Ripper, you could do the mission, get half the blueprints, and there will be a half unlock on the ship, also available on day one. Okay? Or free-to-play players rejoice. On day eight, you will receive a second mission that provides the other 50%. You don't even have to wait till day 20, Ripper. This might be the fastest free-play sourcing of any ship in the history of the game. And for that particular point of reference, I am super happy. Very happy. Okay, I'm being told that Stella might have been better. Well, maybe so, but it's been a long time been a long time. Now, you're, you're correct, Silas. That is only for Odyssey 35 players with a Tier 9 Vidar. Okay? That's only for 35 plus with a Tier 9 Vidar. So, so, if you don't have Tier 9 Vidar, you best be busting in your hump to get that thing upgraded. The month. Now, uh, somebody was asking about the Primes earlier, Ripper. Now, they're asking about the infinitus Skin. The Infinitas Skin... Only applies to the Vidar. Now, there are reasons that you will keep and continue to use the Vidar. For example, Ripper, a couple of other praiseworthy things. The currencies are all the same inert nanoprobes, charged nanoprobes, they're the same. So, Ripper, if I look at my even my tier eight Vidar. What's the cargo? Somebody throw me out the cargo. What is it? Is it 900,000? A million? 800,000? Okay. Tier one of the tally at base, by the way, at base, so research will be applied. Tier one of the tally at base is around five or 600,000 cargo. Okay. So if you don't have the prime, you know what, Metamized? If you don't have the prime for the Vidar, then the tally becomes viable. If you do have the Vidar prime for cargo, you got to be honest with you, you're probably going to continue to use the Vidar for the first one or two tiers. You see what I'm saying? The tally has a, let's say it's 500,000. I think it might be a little bit better than that. Uh, But let's say it's 500,000. Let's say you've got, I don't know, what would the cargo capacity research be? 40% maybe? between, you know, all the uh, other buildings and syndicate and all that stuff. So let's say it's roughly 40%. Aaron, that's taking into account your research, which clearly you must have the prime. Aaron is showing 1.02 million, but obviously he's got the prime because the base value is not that high.
2: This is for the tele
0: rights. I understand. Oh, well, okay. So what's your syndicate and treasury levels?
2: Uh, 15, uh, 16, I think
0: you're getting cargo from there although that is better than expected that's actually much better than expected so dang okay okay hey am i going to complain about a usable ship at tier one nope and neither should you guys all right i mean dang all right rocking awesome now do be aware real quick i know i mentioned the prime that was that was an error because the vidar cargo prime will not affect the tally so please don't think that when you say with the prime without the prime uh ignore that i, I was i said that in error the dark cargo prime will not impact the tally so guys look in your ship screen if the tally showing a million cargo and and you've done no research and nothing to buff it and all this other stuff well then it's a usable tier one ship okay that's another positive mark jules verne as mentioned in my video this morning, uh, this morning the Vidar loot exos will not function on the tally, but they don't need to. They don't need to. The new so there's new hostels as well. New board probes thirty five through sixty. They've been scaled up. I have been told, and I have not verified this. Can anybody see in a system with say a level thirty five board probe? I've been told. That those things should be hovering around ten to 12,000 base cargo. Okay, Restrusi yeah, says probably, I'm a yeah. little bit off. The 36s are around 9,300. Okay. Okay. So not, not too awful bad there. All right. But that's why the XOs aren't necessary. Because they'll continue to scale up. All right. They'll continue to scale up. So the exos not really necessary. But you could still use the XOs, jewels. You could still use the XOs against the, uh, against them if you're using the old Vidar. There's a lot of noise. I don't know who it is. Sorry. Who that? Who All right. So um, that's correct, AJ. The tally will have its own XO that will be sourced through um, the Solo Armada and Expansion Cube loops. Uh, I
2: will say it's right? my a lot some of my Alliance members have tried the, I think the 36s or something, and they've gotten, uh, they they do hit quite hard, even on their normal Vidar, so, and they haven't been able yes. to max cargo, so it's still better for them to run on the hit the 33s than it is to go up with the original Vidar. Yeah,
0: these new, that is correct. These new targets were not designed with a three-year-old ship in mind. All right, so you you do need to be aware of that. I mean, it, for lack of nothing else, You know, go ahead and and you could try that. But really, the new systems are designed for the new ship. I mean, hands down. Okay. So so there is that. Okay. Now, let's talk about, uh, we've got so much to do, Jesus. (laughs) Materials used for the tally. Yes, it is a G3, G4, G5 hybrid. It will use crystal of all three grades all the way up. It will also use charge and antiprobes just like the original Vidar, or so I'm told. I have not seen the data, okay? Now, uh, K-9, uh, K9 Tooth says, are there going to be stronger hostiles than 58? Not that I'm aware, but, I mean, dude, you're using a G5 Rare, right? Like, <laughs> a G5 Rare is probably going to outperform a Tier 1 tally, like, and, and hence my concern for G5. All right. It, it's not going to, this is not engaging content. This is not engaging content for G5 players. And I'll tell you why in a moment, Bub and I have talked about this for an hour this morning, captain oblivious. Don't be silly. Besides your material payouts have increased steadily over the last several months anyway. So I don't know. One could counter that argument if they were to put on the shell cap, I'm not doing it this morning, but I'm just saying those things have been, uh, have been increased substantially over time. Now, Let's talk about um, the loop as it pertains to Borg Spheres and the expansion, uh, the expansion cube. So I'm just going to touch on this briefly because I don't, I've, it's simple procedure, but they're dropping a few extra things in. So, like I said, you could continue to do spheres like you always have, or you can incorporate the tally. However, loot gain is not the only reason that you would want to Use the tally in the Borg spheres, Ripper, because if you use a tally in a Borg sphere, in a Borg solo armada, you will also get two extra drops out of the chest. Now, Ripper, I am not aware that they are able to do this kind of conditional check with regards to the loot chest, but maybe they can. I don't know. It's possible, I suppose. But I've been told that if you do a Borg Sphere with a tally, that then and only then will it drop two new items in that loot chest, one of which is a, uh, an exocomp for the expansion cube, which I'll explain in a moment. The other of which are expansion cube directives. Now, Ripper, maybe this is new tech, but are they able to change the contents of the loot chest based on the ship that you have in the Armada?
2: I mean, technically they could. Okay. If they wanted to. I'm not sure if they built this
0: tech, though. I don't know. I do not know. So, somebody says they've done it with Swarm. Not technically. Jayla Shards become available when you build the Franklin. Doesn't mean that you have to use it. Okay? Doesn't mean that you have to use it. So, anywho. The Exocomp comes expansion cube directives come and the expansion cube directives um, will be accumulated. It's not going to be enough. As a matter of fact, I'm being told that most players should be able to start one expansion cube after approximately 12 to 14 uncommons. That's not taking into account rares and epics during that time. So I I don't know. All right, so let's call it a two-week cycle on a start. That's fine. Uh, You'll get the expansion cube. You'll go up against it. By the way, those things are going to smack. All right. Those things are going to smack as well. And you will likely need Talios ships to take on the expansion cube. I'll explain in a moment. But the exocomp that drops out of the Borg sphere, it is a Vidar Tally exocomp for use against the expansion cubes. And this exocomp reads as follows. When using Talios, reduce the enemy's or the expansion cube's weapons fire by 12%. Now, Ripper, let's fundamentally look at this XO. Does it affect you or your target? If I'm going to reduce the expansion cube's weapon damage by 12%, does it affect me or the target? The target, obviously. It does affect the target. And what do we know... About target-based abilities, community. For hostiles. What? For hostiles. That's right. What happens, Ripper, if you and I and Bubba and Steven's Aaron all go to the same target with the same buff activated, what happens? They add up. (laughs) They stack. Yes. And they do indeed stack. Which means, community, let's assume that you've got five people, all with a tally, all with the EXO. You have now reduced the weapons output of the expansion queue by 60%. Okay? No, the EXO is not auto-activated. Or it's not supposed to be. <laughs> now, Mosquito, you say that's pretty fire. Why? Would that be necessary? Guys, I'm here to tell you. The expansion cube is beast mode. Okay. Baba, no. I can't activate more than one XO, but I can activate one. You can activate one. Ripper can activate one, and Aaron can activate one. Okie dokie. All right. No, it's not a Spock bug. Guys, this was intended. Okay. It's like Gala. It's like stacking Galas. All right. It's like stacking Kira's. Okie dokie. it's an Exo that stacks per player, all right? Now, if you have a six-man armada, that's 72% damage reduction. And I have been told, now, I would be curious, G5, if you want to experiment with this, I wouldn't recommend it, although the expansion cubes have absolutely zero value to a G5 player, so you could waste them for science if you want, all right? You could waste them for science if you want. That being said, I have been told that without at least a couple tallies, no one will defeat this target because you need, you need the damage reduction in order to survive. All right. Now, to be perfectly honest with you, I am not opposed to that. Bubba and Trader have both said, give me a reason to engage with the new content. otherwise." My ships and everything that I have right now are perfectly fine. And I don't disagree. Why should they engage if the ships they've got now already do what they needed to do? So I'm not necessarily against that particular mechanic from an engagement perspective. Keep says, you mean like two tier one tallies? Listen, it's not necessarily about the tally ability itself. It's about the exos. It's about the damage reduction exos. Okay? So, we're going to see. Bernard, oh my god, are you kidding me? So the patch notes ripper say that the exo is an automatically activated exo upon completing a borg sphere. So wait a second. Are you telling me that you have to wait, coordinate Are you wait, telling me you got to coordinate with your team? That's what they told us. DJ. Oh, I missed that part. So wait. So wait, 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 wait. I have to coordinate with 5 people for us all to go do a solo armada? then immediately meet and converge on an expansion cube target? Well, you have an hour. So. <laughs> oh, God. See, now that, in, in, I don't know, in, in my opinion, I find that unnecessarily complicated, okay? I, I, me, personally, I find that unnecessarily complicated.
2: Well, that means I'm screwed for right. half of my gameplay if I, if I have to... Um do that with five other people and everything like that with the way my server and my day works
0: out well i mean obviously you'd have to have people show up at the target anyway and So people have to be online but yeah you're gonna have to say hey listen i'm gonna start this in 15 minutes you need to go do a solo armada first so that you can get the exo pop so that we can do yeah it's gonna add prep time all right i I don't know that i agree with that i'm not i'm not Galvanox, I have a pretty organized alliance, but even I don't like that level of of. You know what I love about solos? I love that they take two minutes. That's what I love about solo armadas. It's my favorite feature in the game because it takes two minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are the timers on these things? Anybody know? Anybody know what the timer is? I, I've been told it was 15 minutes, but I have not seen it myself. Yeah, 15 minutes. So, so now to do one single expansion cube. You've literally added thirty minutes. Like it's a thirty-minute process. I don't like that. I actually don't like that. I will feedback on that. Does anybody like it? I'll keep. I'll. I'll be quiet if you guys like it. But I don't think I like no. it. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll. I'll feedback on that. That's. That sounds awful. If it was
2: an EXO that now, we got that we could activate, that makes it a whole lot easier. It's like it looks like an Amado. Yes.
0: XO. Yeah. Let me. Let me pop my EXO when I'm ready to pop my EXO. <laughs> that's that's yeah. that's that, that, that that's unnecessarily stingy but
1: there's a there's reason <laughs>
0: right. for, for that being the case so can you explain one of them ripper well one of them is that this drives screen time because i know you in the, them, because you can't collect them right yeah in the opposite direction though now well, now not, listen not, not not what players want but what <laughs> Bubba says, I told you, DJ, every time I learn something new about this arc, I find something else not to like. Okay, I've found a couple with you, Bubba Joe. Okay, I've found a couple with you. All I mean, right, whether now.
2: That int- whether that was intentional that this drives screen time or not I don't know.
0: Obviously, it was. I mean, that that is an intentional and honestly kind of a silly mechanic to incorporate here. I, that seems unnecessary. This seems unnecessary i don't know why would you do that anyway all right now let's talk about them no go ahead oh i was gonna say because i'm running low on time so let's circle back to the biggest reason that players will either love or hate this loop and when i say the loop i'm referring to the expansion cube loop the borg solo armadas at least you don't have a new activity okay let's put it that way you don't have a new activity the Borg Solo Armada spheres are giving you everything you need to do to add to this vinculum, uh, to add to the expansion cube. The expansion cube is going to drop loot called vinculums, which I actually do love. And the art, by the way, I will say, Bubba Joe, the art is fantastic. The vinculum looks very, very cool. All right, um, but it's going to drop the vinculum loot, and that vinculum loot, Bubba Joe, go into your Borg refinery even now, even without the tally. You've got an expansion cube refinery. You know why that's a good thing, Ripper? That's a good thing because nobody has a tally right now. Why does that matter, DJ? Because you see the refinery and you don't have the tally. That's why it's good. So Ops 34 and down, this is your nugget this month. This is your nugget. You ride coattails. With your bigs to go against the expansion cubes. You are going to use loot crew, obviously, because you don't have a tally. Okay. You're going to use loot crew and you're going to accumulate vinculums. The vinculums are then redeemed in this chest and you will get extra Solorimana directives and you're going to get sourcing on the only officer in the game that procs. Assimilation, the assimilation ability, or assimilation effect. That is dazok and the Borg, uh, well, dazok is the one who procs it, but you'll also get sourcing on the Borg Queen, the epic card. Now, it's obviously going to take forever. And Metamized, listen, not, I, I get it, at the smallest expansion cube target, it's only 500 loot, but are you going to hit the smallest one? These directives are going to be very, very, very Difficult. You're going to need power or very decently developed tallies. You will eventually be punching up. And no, killer ab, the idea is to use the tallies. Okay. I do not find it to be a DOA armada Omicron. Not function, not mechanically anyway. All right. As a matter of fact, it's the only chance that 34 and down has to get some shards. Do I think you're going to source the board Queen out of this refinery? No, I do not. Okay? I also think that eventually, probably later this month, two months, three months from now, a lot of players are going to be running these with tallies. Okay? And and obviously, the loot distribution will be better. And you'll be hitting larger targets, which means the loot, the base loot, will be better as well. Now, yes, if somebody uses a 250 million power Sanctus today, you ain't getting much. Okay, I get it. And I would agree, Captain Oblivious, if you're 34 and down, maybe the best advice is to push to 35. It seems like it's been that way for the last six months. Okay? Seems like it's been that way for the last six months. Now, I'm going to get to my fundamental problem with this loop. Take a look inside the chest. Everybody has it so everybody can see it. Borg solo Armada Directives, correct? What else do you guys see in there? Borg solo Armada Directives, we see Dayzok shards. We see what else? Aaron, I thought you had a picture of that for me in the graphics room. I don't see it now. Can somebody show me the interior? There's a Tally XO. Thank you. So there's a Tally XO. Thank you very much. And officer shards. So a Tally XO directives. Oh, extra charge and active nanoprobes, which are not a bad thing. I'm not going to say no to that. And directives. Now, (laughs) if this were the transparent, free-to-play, day-one sourcing, which I guess technically it is for these officers, if this were the only way to source the officers, then I would say, okay, maybe there's value in that loop all the way up to G5. But but guess what, Bubba Joe? You can literally 100% buy everything in that chest. Now, I'm not suggesting... Let, let me be very clear here in who I'm speaking to now. I am now speaking to G5 community. I am now speaking to the VIPs and the whales of our aquarium. Is it safe to assume, Ripper, that they typically buy things if they want them? Right? They buy things if they want them, right? Ripper left. Bubba, I see you hiding out in the chat. Long story short yes, is if you find value thing. in something... You buy it, okay? Here's the problem, in my opinion, and I've already relayed this early this morning. Here's my problem with the engagement rewards of this whole loop. There's nothing in there that that a VIP can't buy if they want it. As a matter of fact, the board Queen, as so I'm told at this time, has zero limits on her packs. Aaron. If you wanted a Tier 5 board queen this month, you could have it. Is that not hilarious? Lloyd, you got it, buddy. If the whales have no need for the chest, how will smaller players be able to punch up? You got it, Lloyd. This whole thing operates from the top down. If you cut off its head, then the Armada dies. This whole thing with the expansion cube is fundamentally busted. Because the rewards are not engaging to any high-level player who spends. Okay, it's not engaging to anybody who spends, because 100% of what's in there you could buy. If Bubba wanted, if Bubba wanted everything in that chest, he could buy it day one and log out for 20 days. I mean, that that's what could happen. He could log out. He could spend a couple grand and he could log out for 20 days because there's no incentive to engage. The Gold Ducat sourcing is back. You can buy the board Queen. You can also buy Gulsa. You can also buy Dezos or whatever his name is. De- uh, what is it? De- 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 Dezos? De- Dezos? You can buy them all. Dezoc. Thank you. Sorry, I'm not looking at my phone. You can buy it all. You could buy charged nanoprobes. But why? If you're going to buy the whole point of this loop, in my opinion, at least as far as I can see, the whole point of the loop are the officer shards. Well, and the increased payouts of faction credits and independent credits. Okay, I like the dependency and the design of this loop. And this is where I wish Bubba Joe was here, because we talked a great deal about this. All right. We even you guys heard echo on the show last week who publicly confirmed that Bubba Joe and I were actually consulting with Scopely for something that we were working on. I, and this was the whole point of that particular piece of the conversation was a, the engagement has to mean something like there has to be a reason to engage or people just won't engage. Well, this expansion cube bundle is not it. It breaks the entire loop. It breaks the entire loop. Now, Bubba, you and I talked this morning. If they added in trillions of resources, if they added in nadion particles, how about subspace relay parts? I don't know. What do you value in this game? How about they even add independent credits in there? I mean, I, I anything. Anything that that provides value, that is what I'm fundamentally dissatisfied with this month. Yeah, how about skill points? Rare skill points, even. Rare tactical course. Give me something of value, Scopely. Instead, they added officers that can be paid. Now, by the way, by the way, I am preaching on behalf of G5. And you're right, Barkman, G5s don't need independent credits. You're right. They would rather have Nadion. They would rather have rhodinium. They would rather have steel. Okay? How about, how? what about this? How about, like, say, a a G5 at the lower end? Hey, Ops 52, how would you guys like to have dumps of raw intelligence? Huh? Huh? There are things that are needed in this game. So why design this whole big elaborate loop and put... and when I say nothing of value, I'm not saying that the officers aren't valuable. I think they're going to be good. Okay. At least maybe better than average. But if you can just buy it all, then there is absolutely. If, if, if Bubba wanted these officers, what's he going to do? Is he going to engage with the loop for months to earn them? Or is he going to buy it? He's not going to play the loop. He's just going to buy it. Now, for a G4 player, a G3 player, listen, like I said, not targeting this piece at you because we don't, we're typically much more careful with how we spend money. So we might not buy these Borg officers. We might have to grind them out. Therefore, this chest could potentially have value to a G3 and G4 player. I'm not going to disagree with that. You may find value in this loop. Killer Ab says, I'm not buying anything. Well, then you have a reason to play in the expansion cube loot. You can grind them out. If you find value in it, if you don't, you can ignore it. But it all comes back down to the rewards of the chest. All right. And, and I appreciate, let me be very clear, I appreciate transparent day one sourcing on two out of the three Borg officers in this chest. I acknowledge it's going to be slow, but I'm glad that it's there, community. I don't want my message to be confused. I am happy that it's there. I am glad that the sourcing is there. I am satisfied that it's there. The problem, is not, the, the problem is not even mechanically with the loop. It's the psychology of it. If you make something available to spend to the spenders and they want it, they will spend. But what that's done is completely invalidated the entire loop to that player. Trader said last month she didn't even finish her battle pass. That's how uninterested, how unplugged and disinterested she was. She did not even finish the battle pass. She spent zero dollars in the game. She is an op 60 whale. I also didn't spend any money, and I also didn't finish the battle pass. And I'm Ripper spent no money. Didn't do the battle pass. Bubba, I think, spent a little money, but not certainly what he's used to spending, and did not enjoy the overall feeling of the arc. This is the problem that Scopely has created for their, quote-unquote, most supported clients. Hey, if you buy this, then you can come back in a month. (laughs) I mean, who wants that? Is that interesting? Is that engaging? (laughs) Buy this, and you don't have to. This is not what I had in mind when I said pay to skip the grind, Rip. This is not what I had in mind. How about this? You want to sell them premium content? Go for it. You want to offer them a tier five queen? Go for it. Okay? I want to this
1: one.
0: Here, here's the thing. At this point, I would much rather buy cosmetics instead of those upgrade packs or whatever. Well, Maybe spend money on cosmetics. Well, you'll be able to. There are three new uh, refits this month. One for the Amalgam. Which is increasing you know, its loot gain but and rating. I
1: also have to spend money on the upgrade
2: packs. I don't want to do both.
0: I want either <laughs> I, I just want one of them. Well, long story short is I am actually very dissatisfied with the psychology of this month. All right, and, and and I know that people have been dissatisfied with the psychology before. I actually feel that this is about as far as they've gone. I feel like it's very very blatant. Okay, um, literally spending. Several hundred or a few thousand dollars at a time of your choosing, mind you, will allow you to completely skip the arc. And that's not smart game design. I mean, think about it. Where's the psychology in? I'm going to pay you, Scopely, to not play your game. How about I just not play your game and not pay you? Right? Very dangerous ground you're treading right here. Very, very dangerous. Mechanically, I like the loop. I think the officers are at least interesting. I think they're going to provide value. And I think the gameplay loop, listen, let's not, we haven't even talked about what the tally is going to do for board grinding, even at tier one, if you can survive, by the way, because as Aaron said, these hostels do have a little bit of a bite. So I'm not a thousand percent sure if you're going to fill your cargo on day one, I would not expect you to, to be perfectly honest community. I know you guys were showing 1 million cargo capacities on your tally. I don't expect tier one that you're going to be able to go and fill your cargo. Were you able to do that on day one of the Vidar? No, you were not. Okay. Chuck says you can with an Exo. Well, where are you going to get the Exos? Because the old Vidar Exos don't work for the tally. Okay. Do inert, refined costs go up, mice They actually do, but that all looks, that looks decently balanced. Just like the Vidar, you know, the cost goes up as you tear it up, but the payouts go up but you're also hitting larger targets. So you're getting more per hostile. You're holding more in the cargo, yada, yada, yada. It's all part of this one big mechanic. And I don't see any massive problem with that up front. Okay. Just to be fair. All right. Yes. Mosquito, you have to kill the new expansion cubes if you want that EXO. but you're only going to be able to open that chest a couple of times a month. Certainly not, certainly not going to, you know, it's not going to be there every single time you go out there, all right. And listen, I see in the chat here that somebody says I can fill up a a traditional vidar on the epic exo against the thirty sixes. And if you can do that, that's great. That is great if you can do that. I'm I've been told that these new hostels are going to be pretty pretty sharp. So if you can do it with the old vidar, that's fantastic. And I would encourage you to explore that. But most players are probably not going to be able to do that super well. All right. And and I would imagine that even with the tier one tally, I, I find it to probably be somewhat unlikely that most players are going to completely fill their target on day one. Okay. It's possible. Very possible. Research has changed. I'm just saying, you know, not everybody that's not a guarantee for everybody. Okay. Let me put it that way. It's not a guarantee for everybody. You're going to have to balance this carefully, and I I don't want anybody to be surprised by that. Tier 1, when when the Vidar first came out, Tier 1, nobody even used it. They flew their sallies into Borg space, okay? So I am not shocked, nor surprised, nor offended that your Tier 9 Vidar may serve you a little better than your Tier 1 tally. It still does not remove the incentive to build it Because even building it, even if you still use the Vidar for your inert probes, to build it opens the new refinery, and it will increase your payouts. Okay? So that's also very important to keep in mind. Building the ship opens the new refineries. And the good piece, uh, one of the good pieces about this arc is that they're not, it's not inert nanoprobes Mark II. It's all the same. So you can use the Vidar to harvest what you need for the tally. And actually, I find that to be also a good thing. So there you go. And I think Ripper and Aaron, I think that's probably most of what I have to share with you. It's most of what I've got time for. Echo will not uh, apparently be joining us this morning. He has not messaged me. and I mean, he messaged me at like 5.30 in the morning my time, which was (laughs) 2.30 in the morning for him. And he was still up working, so I'm not wildly surprised that he's not here this morning. He was up very late. Why? Because, <laughs> I'm. you know what, Ripper, can I throw one stone inside this glass house? Can I just throw one? Just, just one teeny tiny little pebble. Do it. Yes, Swagger, research and build events will commence here on day one, so don't build the tally. Uh, if, if you're going to buy the tally, then there will be research and build events to reward doing so within this first seven days. That's your heroic stuff. There's going to be heroic events as well based on the tally. Everybody will have, everybody Tier 9, Ops 35, Tier 9 Vidar, Ops 35+, plus. will have the opportunity to unlock this ship free after Day 8. But if you want to pay for it for this first week, then there are going to be events that I'm told are going to be highly rewarding to help incentivize the purchase of the ship. Now, I am going to throw one pebble. I'm going to throw one little stone. I say month after month after month after month. Hey, guys, I'm not dumb. I'm kind of a smart cat. And I would love to see some of the data and the math a little bit earlier so that I can help and proofread and just make sure we don't have problems. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you want to know why Echo was up till 230 in the morning? He was looping around and waking people up in Dublin because of a, I'm not going to be dramatic, because of a problem that I found at 11 p.m. Eastern time last night because that was when the data was first made available to me. Mm-hmm. I got data last wow. night. We're talking 10 hours ago, people. Is the first time I got access to data and within minutes, I found a problem to which everybody that I was able to talk to who was like, oh, dear Lord, that is a problem. <laughs> battle stations, battle stations. Battle stations, red alert. Let's see if we can fix this before the launch in five hours. That is why I'm reserving judgment on the refinery math, folks. I identified an issue. We will see what they do with it. Even if they didn't fix it, even if they didn't fix it by now, right? Right. If they come out and say, hey, listen, we identified a problem, we identified it early, okay, and we are going to fix it promptly, I don't care. I honestly don't care, okay? Like, I'm fine, 100% fine with that, okay? If they acknowledge the problem and say, hey, listen, we found this thingy, we're gonna make an adjustment, it's gonna take four hours, don't stress, don't use the refineries, we're gonna fix it all. We'll have it done in in a couple of hours. I'm totally fine with that. That is prompt enough. I know that it's going to take time to fix. I'm good with that. I, I don't care. I am happy for that outcome. I might digress and say we probably could have avoided this problem if you just let me look at it more than five hours before launch. Anyway, that's a personal gripe. That's my little stone ripper. That's my stone to throw. I am frustrated with the processes at Scopely, and I'm frustrated again that an entire arc has been built, constructed, coded, deployed, and released, and I found a glaring mathematical problem within minutes. This happens too often, and I'm very frustrated about it. I know. I know. Call me crazy. I'm sorry. All right. I'm crazy. Uh, anywho all right let me look are there any other questions real quick aaron before we gotta go hey they fixed field training on the orion research noise glad that's fixed all right so that's fixed what else you got what else y'all got i'm fluffy yes i am very fluffy oh i have oh hang on i'm looking you know what okay then I retract said stone community. They've already fixed it. I'll be daggone. I'm going to have to remath it. I'm going to have to remath it, but on the surface, it actually looks good. Based on what I was doing the math on last night, that looks good. Okay. Uh, no, listen, there's no need to go into details. Metamize, I told you I found a problem with refinery math. I reported it, and it looks as though they have, wow, they fixed it, and they fixed it quickly, Aaron. That's really good. I am going to redo this math um, here as soon as I get off the air. But on the surface, this actually looks good now. Okay. Um, Navy says, can I buy a tally today and get a free one in eight days? Or does it negate the missions? It actually will not. Nope. You can get multiple tallies if you so choose. If you want to buy one today, you'll still get your free one. Erky Durkin? Benny Hill, what are you showing me? What am I supposed to be looking at here? Uh, I'm not going to read all that. I don't have time. Okay. Okay. PC first, what does that mean? It just means the pack is going to be in the mobile store. I'm sorry, in the web store first. That's all. Not a big deal. It just means the pack is going to be on the web store. Have they done anything about Exo's double popping? Not that I'm aware of, I beglin, but um, obviously I I have given you the workaround for that. Just burn a crappy Exo in the multifunction slot before you try to launch your good one. Okay, it has something to do with some kind of like shadow shadow ghost exo that's still hanging out in there if you try to pop the same exo in the same slot it's what's causing that duplication bug so just take some crap exo that you don't like and and pop it in the multifunction slot and it kind of clears the cache and then you can pop the ones that you like okay um info on tally packs cost what are you referring to the ship um far as i'm aware i don't know this this is not fact as far as I'm aware, the full unlock is normal, 100 bucks, and the half unlock is 50. As far as I'm aware. Okay, I, I've not, that is, but I, I can't say with 100% certainty, but I think that's correct. All right. Okay. Wow. Looks like we're about done, Aaron. So with that, I'm going to run before anybody else has any other questions because now I have new math to do. Um, I am going to bounce out of here and I want to thank all of you guys for being here. Thank you for listening to talking in cars with DJs. Um, and I will say, I want to thank, I'm going to say this publicly. I want to thank the individuals who worked on this with me through the night, including president echo and including, um, members of live ops who, you know, who you are. Thank you. Thank you for taking it seriously at 11 o'clock at night. I am grateful for the fix so early this morning. Thank you. Uh, community, listen, it's not super often that Scopely really pulls a rabbit out of their hat with a fix. They did on this one because I'm telling you, you would have been angry. <laughs> you you would not have been. It was It was a problem, but they fixed it quickly and effectively, and I am grateful for that. Mistakes can happen. It's owning up to them and correcting them quickly, which they did. Thank you to all who were involved. And um, for that reason, we missed President Echo this morning. But I, I give him a pass, Aaron, because like yeah. I said, his, his last message came to me at 2.30 his time. And even now, it's only 6.30 his time. It's only been four hours since his last message, and I'm not sure if that man has slept. All right. So uh, thank you to all involved with the changes. My name is Ultimate DJs. You've been listening to Talking in Cars with DJs. Thanks to Ripper, Aaron, our studio, uh, Aaron, our studio engineer today, also Bubba Joe for stopping by, and all of you for coming into our live studio audience to listen to this particular Arc Launch special Assimilate Part 2. This has been Talking in Cars with DJs, a subset of the Talking Trek podcast recorded in front of a live studio audience. And distributed across podcast platforms everywhere. I am Ultimate DJ's feline of non-your-friendly Cat Borg saying meow for now. Love you, minute. Bye, everybody. We'll catch up with you a little bit later. Have a great day. Meow.